with you. I want to begin reading this text out of Ephesians chapter 3, out of the Amplified, but I want to begin reading at verse 17. Verse 17. I'm trying to nail this for us so that we will have no apprehension or misunderstanding of where Paul was trying to take us in this prayer. Reading in 17, it says, how the Amplified would be up on the voices. May Christ dwell. Let me start over. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, be settled down, that he will abide, that he will make his permanent home in your hearts or in your spirit. I pray that, that you would be rooted deep in his love and found securely, say securely, on his love. I pray that you may have the power to be strong, to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, that is God's devoted people, the experience of his love. What is the breath of it, the height the lift of it, the height of it, the depth of it. That you may come to realize, to know and practically and through experience for yourself, this love of Christ. Which surpasses mere knowledge, that is knowledge without experience. That you may be filled through your whole being onto the fullness of God and that you may have the richest measure which is without measure of his divine presence that you may become a body woefully filled and flooded. That means running over with God himself. Hallelujah. I want to try to explain what this last part means. To be filled in and, and, and his divine presence, to be running over with God himself. Paul is saying this. He is saying, if you ever really come to experience the love of Christ, you will not be the same. <laughs> the more you allow him to take residence and control of your life. Watch this. He says, the problem with the church is it's too much of us and not enough enough Christ. (laughs) That, That if we just get out of the way, and allow him to, 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 to show us, to eliminate in our spirit who he really is, we wouldn't have the mess that we have in church. Whoa. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. Notice what he's not saying. He, he not saying, I want you to do better. He said, he said, because you getting better is based on how much you experience him. And until we experience more of him, there's not more of him coming through us. Can, 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 I, can, I, can I bring some help in? Okay, let, let me read this, this last verse from, the, um, from, the, from the, the New Living Translation. He says, I pray that you may experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to fully understand. He says, then, when you experience this love, then you will be made complete with all the fullness, watch this, of life and power. Watch this. Why should God give us more power when we're not willing to live the life? The power comes when you're willing to live the life. He won't waste power on us if we haven't said yes to doing what he told us to do. It's when you say yes and you take the step that the power will be there to meet you. You know what? Some of us is waiting on the power. And God is waiting on us. God says, when you step out, the power will be there for you to live the life I have called you to live. He said, matter of fact, all I'm waiting on is for you to trust me. Do you think that the book of Joshua is just historic? I, I know, I know, I know historical book. I know it's history because when I was in Israel, I actually saw the walls of Jericho. I saw the walls torn down. I saw the outside wall and the inside wall, and it was 25 feet apart. I saw where it was burnt because you could see the ashes. I saw where the rocks fell inwardly on top of one another. I saw where, where it was 25 feet apart because it was people living inside of the wall. I saw that you could ride a chariot across the wall because it was so wide. But that's not why it was written. It wasn't written just so that there would be a historical fact. He wrote the book of Joshua to show us the fight that we have in the spiritual world. Did you know that, that Jericho was a stronghold which kept the children from their promise? Okay, Jericho, I know God gave you 430 years to repent, but because you haven't repent, he gave you your conviction notice. So would you please leave? Would anybody would have left on that? See, 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 they, they was confused just like we confused. They thought, Lord, if you're giving us the land, make them leave. God said, wait a minute. I gave them the, convic the conviction notice. I have empowered you. 
and giving you everything you need to make them leave. Matter of fact, I'm going to go with you because I have already given is my land. And since they didn't do righteousness, I'm kicking them out and putting you in it. The problem is you got to trust me at my word. Okay, guess what? I gave you a book full of promises. And you can have every matter of fact, the promise is already yours. If you are my child, the promise has already been given to you. But wait a minute. Do you think the demon in your thinking is going to let go of having you in bondage? Or do you think that you're going to have to fight the fight of faith to kick the devil out? The problem with some of us, we're not ready to fight. Did you know to receive, to, to, to actually walk in what God has given you, you have to fight the fight of faith. Hallelujah. What we think is, we think, well, they fought for land. You know where your promise spiritually going to come into? Into your thinking. A lot of times, if our thinking is jacked, I don't care how saved you are. If you're thinking, Jack, your life's going to be. God can't take you no higher than your thinking is. And many of us, Satan got strongholds and fortresses in our And until we begin to trust God at his word, until we begin to say, if you said it, I believe it. And Lord, I want to keep saying it in my mouth until there's a change in my thinking. See, some of us want God to change our circumstance. But have you ever thought that your circumstance is waiting on you to change? And your circumstance is not going to change until your thinking about your circumstances change. Guess what? God wants us to walk like we're victorious, to know we are victorious regardless of the circumstance. If you free in your thinking, you're free regardless what the devil does to you. Because the devil can throw a whole lot of stuff at you and you can still say, Psst. you ain't stealing my joy. You ain't stealing my peace. Matter of fact, I'm still claiming some stuff because I trust God at his word. That's the battle, y'all. Paul is saying, this thing is so wide, so deep, and, and, and we haven't yet begun to experience 
what Christ has provided for us. And we have allowed the outward stuff, people, things, to determine how high we fly. My Lord, it's right there in the Bible. Yes, there was giants in the land. But when Joshua and his bad boys had the faith to fight, you know what happened when David killed Goliath? Every young boy had a dream of killing the giant. Every, every Israel little boy said, there go my Goliath, he's dead. After a while, instead of running from giants, they were chasing giants. And giants would say, those Israel boys are crazy. We best get up out of here. Okay, you know what that's saying to me? The giants back then is the demons we fight today. The devil is afraid for us to realize who we are. He's afraid of you coming into your own. He's afraid that you ever get a sense of how much God loves you, what he has provided for you. Because, because if we ever begin to get deep into this thing, we, we, we be tearing his kingdom down. Matter of fact, did he say that the gates of hell shall not prevail? Which means that our, the church is supposed to be tearing down Satan's kingdom. Not running from Satan. Because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Let's let me move on. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He says, out of the Message Bible, he says, all of the followers of Jesus, the should, a, 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 extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. He says, reach out, experience the breath of it, test its lens, plunge to death, rise to the heights. Notice, all those words is action words. What it's saying is, you're not sitting, waiting on it. You got to go get it. <laughs> you got to make up your mind, it is there, and it's for you. Oh, y'all didn't hear that. Some of us are sitting right here saying, it's not for me. Are you a child of God? Have you accepted Jesus? Yes. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Yes. Then it's for you. Yes. Did you hear what I'm saying? Yes. You can get as deep as you want to. Amen. Listen, you can have as much joy that you can stand. Yes, yes, but it, you got to fight for it. Yes, Let me go on to the next. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, he says, live full what he's saying is, and really out of the Greek is zoid, and he says, I have given you a spiritual life that keeps on growing. <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean that you won't be tested. Matter of fact, let me guarantee you're going to be tested. We were sitting in the office, and, and we were talking about 
you know, well, as you keep growing in faith and growing in dimensions of this, that even the attacks that come at you change. Let me explain. When you get strong enough that the foot demons can't handle you, the tank demons are coming. Hold on, but, but don't be scared. You know why? You're equipped to handle the tank demons. Okay, when the tank demons can't no longer bother you, he's gonna send his Air Force demons. But wait a minute, don't get scared. Because you got power to handle. Listen, listen, after a while, it doesn't matter what he throws at you. Because you know how to gird up your faith and fight the faith of faith, the fight of faith. After a while, you recognize it's nothing but the devil. And after a while, you begin to walk in. He said, he said, you walk on serpents. You walk on demons. My God, do you know who you are? Truth of the matter is we don't. You know, even some of y'all looking at me like I'm 10, 24 karat crazy. Because you never heard this before. Well, it's all up in the word. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me prove it. Romans chapter 8, 28. We love this part. It says, it says, you know, we, we love the first part. For we know all things work together for good to those who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. Love that part. All of that is true. God works the good and the bad for you. He got some, but watch this. Who he foreknew. He knew you before your mama knew you. He knew you before your grandmama knew your mama. Before the foundation of the world, God knew you. And he already called some things into being in you before he did Genesis 1-1. He already called you out to be here. Listen, and he knew what you was going to go through, so he fixed it before you got to it. Listen, God is not fixing anything for you now. He fixed it before the foundation of the world. Listen, it's already done. All you got to do is walk in what he has already fixed. Do you recognize what needs to change? Our thinking needs to change. The battle, the biggest battle isn't with the devil. Listen, the devil, all he got to do is sit back and whisper negative thoughts in your mind. And as long as you stay there, he got you saved, but tangled up. Saved, but in bondage. Saved, but stuck. Why? Because if you got toxic thinking, you got toxic living. Carolyn, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, who was coming to Cincinnati, Few weeks ago, she was on uh, TDJ. She is a neuropsychologist. She studies the mind. 
Now, now neuroscience means the study of the, of, of the brain. When you put psychologists with it, she is dealing with the difference between the brain and the mind. Did you know there's a difference between your brain and your mind? Your brain is the physical matter that every time you learn something new, you get a wrinkle in. That's your brain. But your mind is the you, your thinking, your consciousness. This is what she says. Many people believe, she's been studying for years in this. It's a science. This is science. This is science. This can be tested. She has tested. This is what she said. She said, she said, she said, every time you learn something, you get a wrinkle in your brain. She said, but your thinking is the most important thing. Did you know that she said that toxic thinking will jack you up? She says 75% to 90% of all physical illness come from wrong thinking. Let me prove this. Keep thinking you sick when there's nothing wrong with you. Keep telling yourself, I'm sick. I guarantee you, if you keep on thinking that, your body will react to your thinking. Keep, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, me and her having a private conversation. Somebody in the audience mm-hmm. think that everyone talks about them. Mm-hmm. They think I'm talking about them right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, but they say that's a code for talking about them because if they believe in their mind I'm talking about them, it's true to them. Biblically saying, it says, as a person thinketh in their Listen, if it gets from your mind to your heart, now it is true. Do you know where Satan wants to get you? Because as long as he got you here, he ain't worried about you. He ain't worried about you becoming what God called you to be or doing what God has meant for you to be. God, God's purpose is for us to be conformed. That's what's happening. That, that, you, that you become a little Jesus down here. That the very image of Jesus who is in you comes out of you because he's in you. But watch this. As long as I can't receive that in my thinking, as long as I'm allowing everything and anything else, the question that I have to ask is, whose voice are we listening to? Deuteronomy 30, he's talking to the children of Israel, and he says, 
He says, he says man, man, make, sure, make sure I got it right. I, I know because some of y'all said he called the verse out wrong and you'd be stuck on that instead of listening to what I got to say. Because that's how Satan plays it. He called the verse out wrong. It wasn't dumb around me 30. It was something else. So, so, so for the rest of the sermon, you stuck on I called the verse out wrong. I know how Satan operates. I know how insidious he is, and he will take something very small and get you stuck there, and you miss what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Chapter 30, verse 19. Look, look, look what he says. He said, he said, he said, I called and said, God, 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 God is so awesome. He says, he says, listen, I call the witness, that's my witness, the earth, the heaven, that I'm laying it out before y'all. I'm making it easy for you. I'm calling them in a witness that, that they were witness against you. I wasn't against you. I was for you. I didn't call you to do something too hard for you. In fact, I'm going to enable you to do it. He says, he says, I have set, I have laid your free will beings. And I'm telling you this day, life is here, death is here. There's only two systems. There's life in Christ, and the devil controls everything else. But, but if you choose death, don't say I didn't give you the choice to choose life. He goes on to say, I have set up the pattern that if you choose life, it makes it easier for your children to choose life. But if you're walking in death, the children don't care what you say. They care what you do. <laughs> so I said, so those of you whose children ain't walking in what you modeled them, still trust God for that seed to germinate. Listen, my mom and dad walked with the Lord. I chose not to. It's not I didn't know, I knew. But the one thing I couldn't get away from, there was something on the inside that I had to acknowledge that our God is real. And as bad as I was, there still was a witness on the inside, drunk out of my mind. High out of my mind, crazy out of my mind, but there was still a witness that my God is God. And it wasn't until he called it back and everything else dropped off, but it was there all the time. Why? Because God honored my parents in their living. That's what he's saying here. But watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Choose life, 
so your children may live. Next verse. Watch this, watch this. He says, that you may love the Lord God, your God. That's what it's about, relationship. Let them see you not religious, but in relationship. (laughs) In relationship. Now watch this. Listen to, now listen. Moses is saying, Listen to the Lord's voice. There's many voices out there. But listen to the Lord's voice. You know what this took me back? This took me back to to Genesis chapter 3. God comes in the cool of the day, like regular, expecting Adam and Eve to come running to him. And they don't run up to him. God knows, but you know, God will ask you questions to make you tell on yourself. <laughs> He'll get you to confess by asking you questions. Adam, where are you? I'm over here in the bushes, Lord. What you doing in the bushes? I'm naked, Lord. I never told you you was naked. So whose voice have you been? I got a question. What voice is louder than God's voice in your head? Because any other voice than the Word of God and the Holy Spirit is out for your destruction. What says? Then we choose to go down there. I soaked this in poison that's going to go through your skin. It's a special developed poison, but I'm not going to tell you. I said, man, I got a nice cool rag. (laughs) I should have told him it was poison. I should have told him afterwards. He done brought out his own rag. Well, he don't know I soaked his rag in it too. He told us ahead of time. But you know what? God did tell us ahead of time. And you know what it is? A lack of trusting him. A lack that we don't trust his heart towards us. Don't, don't, Don't know him well enough. Because as Christians, we still choose wrong courses. Listen, Satan leads us to miss, to make us misappropriate the blessings of God. There is an epidemic of toxic emotions. Just look at our world. 
But you know, the toxic emotion comes from toxic thinking. Which means then, if we ever get our thinking right, we be some bad, shut your mouth. Turn to your neighbor and say, you a bad, shut your mouth. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> you think you bad now. You think you bad now. You haven't seen anything yet. Listen what he said to Joshua. He said, Joshua, if you keep the word in your mouth, it will produce for you. It will make you. You will be successful. No man will be able to stand up against you. It will prosper you. You're going to be a bad shut your mouth that people are going to be afraid at the name of Joshua. Look at Psalms 1. He says, if you meditate on my word night and day, you shall be like a tree planted by the river and you will you will never quit producing fruit my my question is do we believe God at his word Dr. Leaf Dr. Leaf says this she says if I can change the toxic thinking in your brain in your mind your brain will change it's not your brain that controls your mind. It's your thinking that influences your brain. She said, I've seen people, I've worked with them how to think positively and think the word of God, and I have increased their IQ. that people, science used to say that you couldn't change. She said, they now are going back on that Say, oh yes you can. My question is, don't you think God knew this a long time ago? Because that's the way he made us? And now science is just now catching up with what the word been saying all the time. My, my brothers and sisters, listen, God is powerful. And if he's in you, you powerful. Like I didn't hear that. See, most of us has taken God and he's way out there, but I want you to know he's right here, right now, with us to go through every battle, to go through every fight. Listen, listen, don't you know that, that, that you got to go get what's yours? Did you hear what I'm saying? If God says it's mine, I need to go get it. I go get it by my thinking. That's why he says, be transformed. Be, 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 be changed. Be metamorphosed by the renewing of your mind. Listen, he's not talking to non-Christians. He's talking to Christians. This is what he's saying. He's saying, your thinking needs to catch up with your spirit. I have already done it in your spirit, but your thinking is lagging behind. You can't walk in what's in your spirit because your thinking is holding you back. You can't get no higher than your thinking. If you got toxic 
thinking, you got toxic living. If your thinking is jack, your emotions is jack. So listen, though I gave you power to live above your circumstance, if your thinking don't know no better, your living can't do no better. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, you know what? God will change the way you think about you if you let him. God will make you not recognize yourself. (laughs) You know what? Some of y'all, let's say some of us, some of us, if folks knew us then, they wouldn't believe we are who we are now. Matter of fact, there's some folks who knew us then is waiting for us to fall back to what we used to be because they have no explanation for who we are now. Oh, y'all don't hear me. But I know what the Lord has done. I know the Lord is able to take you from the gutter low and take you to the mountain high. God is an awesome God. And when God begins to get in your thinking, your attitude change, your perspective change. God is, some of us, we think we wait on God. The truth of the matter is, God is waiting on us. Let me show you, and I'm almost finished. I know you're looking at your watches, but I'm almost finished. Galatians. How do I know? Y'all want to take a test with me? Come on, take this test. Then we'll be through. It's called, Whose Voice Are You Listening To Test? Y'all ready? Okay, it's in your Bible. It's, it's Galatians chapter 5, verse 19. It says, it's going to come up on screen. It says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, there is a clear result. You know what he's saying? When, 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 the, when, when, your, when your thinking is still caught in the old thinking, your life produces something. See, 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 a lot of people say, well, you haven't talked in tongues, so, 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 so you're not full of the spirit. That's folks talking tongue and will cuss you out the next second. Don't get me wrong. I I, I, I believe in the gift of the spirit. I operate in some of the gifts of the spirit. I know they're real. But that's not the test of whether you're full of the spirit or not. Uh, how, how, how can you talk in tongues one moment and cuss in the next? So, 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 so,
that the tests are you're full of the spirit. And I mean, the spirit in control. You know what I mean? I mean, watch it. You could be a Christian and not full of the spirit because you're not allowing him to have control. There's a lot of Christians, they don't even know what it means that the Holy Spirit is in control. Because they, they have never learned how to yield to him. Okay, let's go on. Now, he's talking to Christians. He said the results of walking in your own nature is clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasure, our lustful thoughts, idolatry, something before God. Sorcery is manipulation. Whether you're using demons or, or whether you just manipulate people to get what you want. Hostility, quarrying, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, decision, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties like some of us went to last night. <laughs> that slipped. Oh. <laughs> and other sins like this. You know, you know. You know, you know, listen, what he's saying is when we're walking in this, it's the old nature. I can be a Christian and still exhibit case A. Not because I'm not saved, because I haven't allowed the Holy Spirit to take control. There might be something I need to let go of. Okay, let's, let's go to case B. Okay, let's go to case B. It says, but, but the Holy Spirit who is in you produces fruit. No, it don't say fruits. It say fruit. Let, let me explain why. I think I, but let me touch on a little bit more. You didn't get part of Jesus. You got all of Jesus. And what he's about ready to explain now is the character, is the person of Jesus that is in you. So watch this. I can't say, oh, I want joy and peace, but patience, I don't think so. <laughs> Why? Because, come on, as soon as somebody gets on my last nerve and I'm impatient, I have just quit walking in the Holy Spirit. You get that? So therefore, I need patience. So when you got to put up with somebody that gets on your last nerve, they don't take you in self. You still can maintain the presence of Jesus. So watch this. So, 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 so when I'm on the job, our, our, our folks get on your nerve. Patience. It requires what? Patience. Patience. <laughs> oh, y'all get it. Okay. Y'all get it. That mean, I mean, for you to maintain your integrity so that you won't go there. Listen, God has not placed you in the atmosphere around just all believers. He has purposely put you around folks that are influenced by the devil. But he has empowered us to maintain the character of Jesus because 
who they need to meet is not you, is not me, but Jesus. So watch this. So if someone gets on our last night and we cuss them, they deserved it. <laughs> Bet they won't mess with me no more. And watch this. You are kingdom of God's representative. And the power of Christ was not manifesting you in me. And now you say, I know I cussed you out yesterday, but you want to go to church with me Sunday? Have a good service. <laughs> Y'all beginning to see where I'm coming from. Listen, the Christ in us. St. Patrick was a saint many, many, many years ago. But he, but he has prayers. He has prayers. He has prayers. I, I took one out, and, it, and this is just a section of one of his prayers that he prayed. But I think you need to see it. Uh, but bring that up, that prayer, that Christ. There it go. This is one that he used to recite every day. He says, Christ, be with me. Christ, within me. Christ, behind me, Christ before me, Christ beside me, Christ to win me, Christ to comfort me, Christ restore me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me. Christ in quiet, Christ in danger, Christ hearts of all that love me, Christ in mouth of friends and strangers. You know what he was doing? This is what he was doing. He would say this every day. He was coming aware of what is true for all of us. He didn't know what the day was going to face, but he said this, and he was making this a meditation so that when he walked out into the world, he becomes acutely aware of the presence of Christ. See, if you know he's above me, he's before me, he's all around me, Oh, he's right here with me. He's on either side of me. He's beneath me. He got me. He guides me. He comforts me. Oh, he's for me. Matter of fact, he put things in order before me. Matter of fact, he got my back. If someone trying to get my back, he got my back behind me. Listen, if you are conscious of that and you know that, 
What is it can move you out of place? Yes, sir. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. When we become that this is not just words, this is reality. But you got to open up your heart and receive it and know that he is walking with you at that level that you get to the place that you expect to see him when you turn to the side. Listen, y'all, how much do you want to walk with him? The Bible tells us he know of the Old Testament. Don't say much, but say he pleased God. He walked with God so closely that God said, "If you want me that bad, come on home." I know some of y'all saying, "I ain't ready to go home," but then you don't know how good heaven is. Listen, listen, what I'm saying. God has filled us, surrounded us with his presence. And when anything comes up against you, it comes up against him. Yes, sir. Now watch this. If we tap into the power, no matter what comes at you, God has already empowered you. You know what some of us need to do? We need to stand up, rise up on the inside and say, give me back my peace. Give me back my joy. Devil, you had no right to steal my peace of mind. You had no right. Matter of fact, I'm claiming my victory. I'm claiming my overcoming power. I refuse to lay down and let the devil stump me. This day, I'm becoming to know who I am in Christ. And God has done something awesome inside of me. I'm gifted. I'm powerful. I'm his. I'm going to walk in the power. By fact, I think he said, I'm more than a conqueror. Matter of fact, I think he said that I'm victorious. Matter of fact, when I start today, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ around me, Christ within me, Christ in my mouth, Christ in my thinking. I refuse to be what I used to be, and I'm taking on my new nature. Is there anybody that said, Wait a minute. Stop it. I'm not going to act like I used to act. Because the way I used to act don't honor Christ. But if he's with you, if he's for you, if he's all in you, if he's on the side of you, tell me what you can't conquer. Tell me what you can't go through. You might have to cry sometimes. But you can cry and call on Jesus. Are y'all about right about him? Listen, I don't think you just need to say this when you wake up in the morning at work, when they get on your last nerve. Go take a bathroom break. Go in the, go in that little room, lock the door, and say to yourself, Christ in me, 
Christ in my thinking. Christ in my attitude. Lord, fill me. Lord, overflow me. And once you start feeling better, come out and say hallelujah. Glory. I'm ready now. Guess what? I don't have to ride your roller coaster. I don't have to get in a fuss fight with you. You can be crazy by yourself. Just because someone around you is crazy don't mean you got to go crazy. I said this before. I'm going to say it again. I don't like roller coasters. Especially at this age. So if we go to King's Island, you can get on the roller coaster if you want to. I'll watch you. But I don't have to get on with you. It's my choice. You can't make me. So why in the world are you going to get on somebody's emotional roller coaster? That's not your roller coaster. That's somebody else's roller coaster. Let them go crazy if you want to. Stand there and watch you throw a fit. And I can say, God bless you and walk away. But I don't have to get on if I don't want to. And we allow people to control. Don't give your power away. Don't give your peace away. You are the devil. Don't have a right to steal my peace or my joy. The devil didn't give it, so he has no right to take it away. But the Lord gave it. And I'm staying with Jesus all the way. You know what I see? You know what I see? I see you as a fountain, and there's a fountain of life inside of you. And it will flow up through you if you let it. Listen, it's in your spirit. So even if I am the devil, I can't touch it. Now you can allow me to control this, which will limit the flow of life in you, or you can make a claim that you are who he says he is. And you can do what he says you can do. And you can walk in what he says you can walk in. Matter of fact, you can make a claim that victory is yours. I'm more than a conqueror. Whose voice do you choose to believe? Listen, God will not do for you and me what he has given us the power to do for ourselves. (laughs) It's in your thinking. Your deliverance 
in your thinking. Your emotional healing is in your thinking. Your victory, your power, your peace, your joy is in our thinking. Somebody, God is saying, come. But the devil's saying, don't come. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? God is saying, I got something for you. And the devil is saying, don't come. There's a young man. Come on, man. He told me as he came around. He said, I want to be baptized. I said, come on. Man. Oh, thank you. There's somebody talking to you, talking to everybody else. There's somebody else that want to take a stand. You standing with me? Yes. Victory in Christ Jesus. Yes. Yes. Have Jesus for now on. Is there anybody else want to make a declaration of standing today? If you're here today and you want to stand, come on. Come on. Don't let the devil hold you back. There's a young man coming on crutches. On crutches. On crutches. that want to join the army of the Lord where we're going to stand. Listen, our victory is guaranteed because it's already won. If you're here today, come on. Come on. Come on, don't let nobody hold you back. The devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. Come on. Come on. Let's do this thing. Is there anybody else? There's room for you. Come on. Come on. The way with negative thinking. Away with toxic thinking. Away with death. And we're saying yes to life. Come on. Is there anybody else? Come on. 